This is the Transformation Bros Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jason and Nathan. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 39. Ah, 39. We are back. We're back. You might have noticed we had a little hiatus last week. Yes, we did. Yeah, we made the uh, conscious decision to give ourselves some rest, some self-care. Yeah. And have a week off the potty. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, rest and relaxation this time of year is always good. Yeah. Yep. Well, we do it all year, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> Every second podcast, you've been on holiday. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of holidays. It's good. Yeah. Uh, had a great break. Spent last week with you and the family camping, which was awesome. Yeah. Isn't camping good? Yeah. Right. In the right environment. You found love for camping. Yeah. Yeah. Just being one with nature. Yeah, one with nature. Yeah, I think... Um, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. They were saying they wanted to camp um, next year as well. But it's such a social thing. We're talking about like a packed campground, like not one site free. Yeah, Yeah. and so you've constantly got people walking past. It seems like there's an an unspoken permission that everyone can talk to everybody else. Yeah. Like when you're walking around day-to-day life through a mall or something, we don't go up and go, oh, what are you up to? You're doing a bit of shopping, are you? Yeah, yeah. We don't do that. How's your day going? But in the campground, everybody stops and chats. Everyone says hello to everyone. Everyone wants to connect. It's cool, eh? Yeah, it's more like a village, isn't it? It is. That sort of village feeling. Community feeling. I like it. And, you know, it comes with um, five-year-olds crying at six (laughs) in the morning in the tent next door. All hours. Yeah. I didn't notice any dogs there. Must be dog-free. Must be, eh? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It would be the only thing that would really make it for me would be just a few more dogs walking around. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, as long as people picked up this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing true. nothing worse is there. True. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it would be hard to have them sleep and stuff when around the camp. And young kids, it's probably a bit unsafe. I've got friends who, um, ever since they got their dog, maybe 18 months ago, they put it to bed at 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah. It has a cage with a blanket over it. Yeah. And they just put the dog to bed. Yeah. I think that's genius. That is genius. Personally. I've heard that's, um, that makes them feel safer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, the dog doesn't really mind. And doesn't need to worry about anything. Yeah, and doesn't get up till seven. <laughs> it's just brilliant. Alarm goes off. Yeah. <sighs> Must be like hundreds of Grabs people that wish their children would do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're not too different from children, are they? No, that's right. Just it's a great and life hack, I think. Yeah. Um, but camping will be cool. I think next year, yeah, I think we get like a couple of sites together. Yeah. And we, you know, as the seawards are want to do. Yeah. Sort of take over, you know, <laughs> through numbers. Well, I just think having, because um, it was really nice and we had that, um, we had that, uh, you know, with you there and we had other friends there for half of the time, which yeah. was really amazing. But to maybe have some more family or yeah. friends in the local yeah. vicinity and not necessarily right next door. Ideally not. Yeah. <laughs> we like you, but we don't like you that we like, much. We also like distance. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. So I think it'd be fun for next year. Yep, it was a real, um, it was a real, real, real special thing, and the weather was insane. Yeah, like we have had the summer from the heavens. Yeah, it's been unbelievable. I think I had two weeks solid without seeing rain. Yeah, not good for the farmers. You must remember. (laughs) Sorry about that. Yep, but for us townies, don't farms have a month off as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't worry about rain through summer. Yeah, they're just waiting for the. It was good for my soul. Like I just felt like man. You know, in Christchurch, we don't have the best weather. I'm not, you know. I not, love the weather here. Stop it. It's yeah. fine. It's not, it's not the best weather, as I say. <laughs> so uh, to, to have weeks of just sunshine and oh, beach man. and swimming like that is good for my soul. Yeah. Like yeah. I love that. Got back on Sunday. <laughs> it was just raining and cold here. Anyway, it was good. 
yeah, we don't want to live in a desert, so that's fine. Yeah. But no, you're right, it is fantastic. And, you know, spend a bit more quality time with the kids in a slower mm. environment and just not have that rushing. I love, it only takes, took me about three days till I had that sort of island walk. Yeah. You know, when you go away on an island holiday, I haven't had yeah. one for years, obviously, but, and you get that island time, that sort of shuffle, that's Well, slow. I think it's the heat. Yeah, the right. The heat enforces yeah. it. Yes, yes, yeah. good point. I remember um, I was up in Fiji one time and I was like, I'm going to go for a run. And I ran <laughs> for about three minutes and I couldn't. Oh, like I meditated. physically couldn't. Yeah. And I was a fit runner. Yeah. But I was just like, I couldn't. It was like, it was some. It was unbearable. Yeah. It was yeah. like 29 degrees, sun, the heat. and You're having a shower while you're running. Awful, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. And, you know, if you walk too fast in the heat, you sweat like a storm. Yeah, Even if you right. walk too fast. So I think it's like a you slow down and it's like keeps you dry. Don't sweat too much. Yeah. That's island time. You so know? that's why we walk fast in Christchurch. Yeah. <laughs> to warm up. Yeah. <laughs> Just to keep warm. To keep warm. Yeah. That's right. Well, oh, I enjoy spending stuff. time with your boys. It was really cool. You know, I see the boys a lot, but I don't often get that. Just quality time. There's something about, this is... um. They love spending time with you too, oh, by the way. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's cool. I felt that. Um, when I go on retreats, when I take clients on retreats, uh, I take their phone off them. We don't have mm. alcohol. We don't watch Netflix. We, mm. I really strip away all the distractions. Sounds boring. It's really boring to start with. It's yeah. really challenging because we're not used to that. No. And then something absolutely magical happens out of boredom mm. boredom is the birthplace of creativity Ooh. you know if you if you just sit around because what you do is and i saw this with the boys after a while you just pick up a ball and you go oh well, you start throwing it and then we yeah. started a game and then there were points and then there was arguments and tears and yeah. then the game was over but that's not <laughs> until that's tomorrow not, that's not part of my inspiring story um yeah there's something really magical about allowing yourself to be bored yeah so then you go huh what should i do geez maybe i'll write that's yeah. the thing I meant. You know, I keep saying I'm going to write, or maybe I'll go for a walk, or maybe I'll just sit here and do nothing. You know, so I really felt that moment with the boys where it's like, you know, just being around with nothing to do. Yeah, you start creating and coming up with some cool stuff, and that's where the connection happens. You know, that's yeah. where the, the little joint moments happen. Mm, love it. it was special. Yeah, and you did that so well. Thanks. I'm not so good at that. I didn't throw the ball much. Well, you also you're holding the camp. To, yeah, the camp, the family, the responsibility, feeding them, yeah. you know. It's like, and you're also having a holiday Yeah, from that. Yeah, that's right. I could sense that. I get to spend lots of time with them. <laughs> I enjoyed my two hours of pancake making. That was funny. Yeah, so I only had one pan to make pancakes <laughs> on a slow barbecue. So we fed all of us one pancake at a time. Yeah. And it took about four, two hours. That's right. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, your island walking through the pancake I making. I was, yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> anyway, that's not why you called. Um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of transformation, you've been doing much? <laughs> uh, you've been doing much of it? Doing much transformation. Uh, doing a lot of coaching. Oh, yeah. Moment, which has been great. That must be giving you a lot of insights for yourself, though. Coaching, I think, that's one of the big secrets is the coach learns as much as the client, I think. Absolutely. And... I'm becoming an intuitive coach. So mm. like when I'm sitting with someone, uh, I just really just be, just really be there mm. and let them talk and wait for something to come up. I think they call it the drop. And it's it's such a beautiful thing. But for me, it's all of the things that are coming up in my head 
while I'm sitting. Oh man, I mean everyone can relate to that. Yeah. Even when you're sitting with your partner, they're rabbiting on about their day and you're like, Well, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Well if you just you, could do you know, this. if you just got up early every morning you wouldn't have to worry about that. You know, yeah. you got all this self talk, right? All the stuff you want to say. Yeah. And then you do say often. Yeah, and we do say often. So it's that so as a coach you have to train yourself yeah. out of that, don't you? Yeah. And I think anyone could um take that on as a practice because it makes it gives us a bit more depth to not be like giving advice all the time and just um like the first thought is not always the best thought. Yeah, and it's it's learning that that's yeah, they're not usually helpful. No. None of it's really helpful. No. Uh, giving someone the space to just work through their own thinking yes. is a thousand times more helpful than your thought spew. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You're getting it right. You had to help them fix it. Yeah, well, you know how good it is when, like, we do that for each other quite often. Mm. We give each other the space to for sure. talk it out and actually just, look, most of us can come to our own assumptions or ideas or thinking if we're allowed to just speak it, but we don't often get the chance. It's not the same if you're just speaking in a paddock. Or you're no, just there is a, a real yeah. um, like unknown a, uh, force yeah. when somebody's witnessing it. Yeah, that's right. There's there's, there's that energy yeah. that is kind of um, not bouncing off, but almost absorbing your words so that there's meaning to them. It's witnessing it. Witnessing, yeah. I think right. it's the word. Yeah, I like that. And it's like a lot of us, I don't know about all of us, but a lot of us process by talking. Yes. We process by talking. Yeah. Um, and so we need that. Maybe it's a new business idea where you just have like <laughs> these little booths. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Anyway. It's called I the confessional. Agree. The Catholics yeah. have been doing it for well, years. That's right. Maybe they were <laughs> onto something. It might have been. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, great. My my friend, uh, he was telling me his dad used to go to confessional and uh, <laughs> he said he would just rattle off the same thing every time, you know, impure thoughts, um, rude to my mother, that kind of thing, right? Just had the, had the list that he'd rattle yeah. off. And he said the only problem was his mum would sit outside the confessional and listen in. Right. And then at, when he came out of the confessional, we'd just beat him silly when yeah. I got home. I heard what you said. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's mean. Yeah. Leave a man to his confessions. Exactly. Yeah. Impure thoughts rude to my mother. <laughs> it always makes me laugh, that list. <laughs> Not telling you my list. Yeah, that's right. Jeez, it'd be a long one. But anyway, that's been great. So that's what I've been doing. Yep. And holding all, space, holding learning space. how to do that. Yep. And quieting my own thoughts during that. A lot of the coaching I'm doing at the moment is with women around them, getting them into their feelings. And yeah. That's been fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, some women do it easily and others it takes quite a bit yeah. to sort of chunk down into those layers. It's pretty vulnerable mm. from what I can establish. Um, but also... Well, safety is a big thing for the feminine. Yeah. And, um, and uh, we we uh, we don't want to look weak. Yeah. So sharing got, our feelings in front here. of someone. Yeah. And our version is sharing our feelings, you know, like that feels... Um, Feels like we're opening ourselves up. Wow. We're showing you weakness. Yeah. So we have to feel super safe in order for that to happen. So that's you're providing that safe space, aren't you? Yeah, and also I'm able to reflect back to how actually attractive and beautiful, not in a, I don't necessarily mean in a physical sense, but like it actually uh, inspires my instinct to serve. 
Yeah. Like it's actually a beautiful thing when a woman does do that. Well, I think, yeah, some of the men that I work with, they've experienced that when their woman does eventually yeah. open up to them and trust them to be vulnerable. Oh, it's it's a whole new experience. It's a whole new um it's a whole new feeling in their body. It's stuff that they maybe haven't experienced with their partner for a long time where they mm. feel inspired or it's a feeling. I'm trying to put words to a feeling, but a feeling of like being magnetized, being drawn into them, being turned on by who they are being. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I don't think it happens a lot, in mm. a, you know, out there in the world. So I'm really enjoying that. Cool. Yeah, the um, uh, we were talking about this before about um, nurturing, you know, the feminine nurturing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves a bit of nurturing. Yeah. But we're probably starved of it, eh? Yeah. And I think um, one thing I think that the feminine energy does very well is they validate feelings and experiences, mm. which mm. the masculine tends to want to fix and reframe and go, well, you know. Move on from it. That's anyway. right. Yeah. Whereas um, – I noticed I do it a lot with my clients. I even did it with my boyfriend yesterday, just kind of really validating their experience. You know, if they're really sad or they're really frustrated or they're struggling or they've been hurt or they're speaking about a really painful part of their childhood, it's kind of just instead of going, well, you know, come on, that was all in the past or, you know, move on from that. You laugh, but that's what yeah. everybody does. They kind of yeah. go, because they don't feel comfortable with it and they, they want you to stop feeling the pain. They go, well, you know, well, you're, be okay. you're an awesome person. Yeah. You know, you're doing great. Come on. just Think of the positive. Yeah, think of the positive and here's what you need to try. Like, try doing this. You know, yeah. anytime you feel sad, just da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And go for an island walk. There's such, like you say, that it feels so good to have someone hold space for you. It feels mm. equally as good to go, wow. You know, when you share that, I can feel how hard that must have been. And I feel how scary it must have been for you to be a little boy and have all of that. Imagine a little boy, you know, that can't defend himself having to go through all of that stuff. Mm. Like, man, I really feel that. You know, you should feel sad. You should have felt scared. And it's okay. Those were normal responses. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Giving some permission to that. I did that with your um, youngest son because he was. Oh yeah, had a bit of a moment. We're on camp. Yeah, and um, yeah, I can. I think it, I don't know it's through coaching, whatever. But I can really sense because I hear so many childhood stories. Yeah, I can sense where shame. This was yeah, and this we, was one in the making. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so just taking that moment, like he was in tears, and just hugging him and you know reassuring him that it's okay. And yeah, it was really beautiful. Not develop into something that needs to be. Um, you know, you should be embarrassed or ashamed about. Yeah, yeah, because we were on a walk, and so there's the practicality of it. And yeah. the other two are getting ahead, and he's dragging behind, and he's crying, and yeah, I was being more practical about it. And yeah, you really took over that moment, and were like, "Hey, it's okay." Yeah, and yeah, like you say, you nurtured him in that moment, even just for a moment, right? Yeah, you don't have yeah. to like live there. No, you know, um, but just to say, hey. Yeah, this, I get it. You're sad. You sh- should feel sad. Yeah. This is not very nice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I love you and you, you're you doing great and, you know, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, this is big. I mean, this is um, 
I've we've talked about this. I'm pretty sure on the podcast before where I have done more of that, like actually slowed down mm. and said, "Oh man, that must have hurt." You know, if it's stubbed yeah. a toe or they hurt something. Whereas the old me would have been like, "Yep, keep moving. Like it's okay. Shut dust it, it off." Yeah, and not meaning to dust it off, not meaning to shut it down, but like, yeah, there's the twofold thing. One, whereas I'm uncomfortable, or there's something else that needs to be done. I need to keep moving, but also. Um, not validating that moment for them that it's okay, and yeah. you really modelled that really, really well when we were doing when we were on that walk. Well, that's what I said. Made it's a huge like difference. You're not. To him. You, thank you. You're not in the. Um, you're a new masculine energy. So yeah, it's and not you do something have to that go comes into natural. That feminine, which we all have. We've yeah. got both. But yeah, it's a bit more challenging. I would yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. And Whereas I find it very challenging to say, come on, harden up and get up, pull your boots up. There's time for that, right? Yeah, yeah. There's time where it's like, okay, we're through it. Now you got to wipe your tears. Yeah. And be a man. I do that one particularly well. <laughs> I no. find that hard. <laughs> you know. And I think in relationship, though, and what I've seen in past relationships of mine and even other people's relationships is where we kind of weaponize that, uh, that behavior. Like we might withhold that nurturing. Or we might um, that direction or that leadership from the man withhold it as mm. a as a way of making someone um, feel uncomfortable or to piss them off for what they've done or haven't mm. done. So that's kind of the opposite side of that, isn't it? Which probably exists. Explain that a bit more. Um, I had this thing the other day where I realised, and by the other day I mean probably a year ago. Um, imagine. I'm pretty sure I've put it in the Facebook group. Imagine if even when we're mad or upset with our partner, we don't withhold our love. We actually mm. don't withhold it mm. because that's the weaponizing of, of our of love. love. Yeah. And I just felt it then when we were talking about how we can do that in such small ways of actually not withholding that, nurturing even. Mm. That's a minor way of um, kind of getting our own needs met. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I'm just in new relationships, so I can't imagine that's going to come up anytime soon, but it certainly existed in my old ones, and it felt very normal. Yeah. It felt very normal to make someone pay for what they've done. They've hurt me, or they've, with, they're not giving me something, or mm. they're not meeting my needs, mm. like weaponizing love. Hmm. I don't know if that's the right phrase, but it feels... Yeah, or yeah, using, using lo- having love on the table is yeah. conditional. Yeah, conditional, that's it. Yeah. Jason and Nathan. Well, how's your dating going? My dating's going amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really enjoying. I mean, like I've done this course and I'm putting it into practice. I'm noticing when I'm leading properly and when I'm not. It takes effort. It's a bit like you said, you know, you can do the nurturing, but then when it might be hard to do the leading as yeah. a feminine. And so, yeah, it's very nuanced, um, but she's very feminine which I'm really, really enjoying. Mm. I, th- I knew there's two ways this could go. I could help um, someone become, a woman become more feminine or I could find a feminine woman and then work on my masculinity. <laughs> Probably easier. Yeah. 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 But either way, there's work for me to do because it's not a natural state. Yeah. It's not my natural state because of my childhood. Yeah. And is it, um, has the experience of practicing that being good i mean one thing yeah. that just comes up for me is you, you've said a couple of times it's a new experience to be with someone healthy 
you know, yeah. and I, I feel that Including too. Including myself. Yeah. I'm more healthy. Totally. And I, for me to get into the relationship I'm in, which I'm loving, I can, I <laughs> want to talk about it all day. Yeah. But um, I had to become the type of person that was a match for the vision I had for relationship. Yeah. So when I came up with a vision, and this is huge, like when you develop the vision you want for your life, you have to look at that and then you have to be what type of person would I have to be for that vision to naturally be a part of it. And for me, I've talked about this so many times, but sleeping around and blah, 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 wasn't in alignment with the vision of having this really beautiful, connected, strong, supportive, loving, sexual relationship. Yeah. And... Yeah, that and when I shifted myself to become more grounded and healthy and, you know. And more feminine. Yeah, more feminine. That was a big one for you. Yeah. Then you attract, like, these healthy people. <laughs> and it's, like, it's almost a bit unnerving. It's different. It's just really yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, rather than matching dysfunctions. Yeah. Hey, you got this dysfunction. You want to match mine? Cool. Yeah. All unspoken, right? But actually being – and look, I – I don't know if it sounds judgmental, but like being more healthy in relationship, like that's what I've spent years on literally Mm. now. Well, that was the inquiry after you had your divorce. Yeah. I can't have that happen again. What what was my role to play in it? Yeah. Which is another way of saying, how do I become healthy? Yeah. Yeah. And it's taken years, more years than I cared (laughs) that it would have, you know, but um, the result is that I can notice that healthiness in another person and so what you've struggled with a, a little bit, I remember when you were starting out in your relationship with being more feminine. So you had to allow, you had to let go. You had to allow him to lead yep. and to be ma- the masculine. Which he loves doing. Yep. And so you had that. So for me, um, she's quite feminine. And so I've had to step up and like carry that masculine role, which I probably haven't done as knowingly or as intuitively as what I can do now. And so I stumble a few times, you know, I kind of, mm. it's it's like a new skill that you, that for me, I'm like, am I doing this right? Have I got it? Yep, I've got it. Yep, that's working. And the payoff is the attraction. Mm. You know, there's this, it's, and it's honestly, it's not, it's, I want to say it's non physical, but I think it's less physical than what it's ever been for me in my life. It's more like the energy of that feminine radiance is mm. just so intoxicating. Mm. And I think intoxicating is the word I like. And my practice is not to fall into it and want to like be held by it and nurtured, over nurture, like mm. fill that hole from my childhood that probably wasn't nurtured enough. All right, we're going there. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it just led there, but that's. That's the bit because you and I were just talking about this before yeah. before this episode, but not trying not to fall into that and get my needs or my whole of nurturing filled. Yeah, yeah. Can we not go there? I, I thought that was enough. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, we don't have to go there, but I, I think it's um, it's it would be a common experience for men that have not had um very nurturing upbringings. Yeah, yeah. Either haven't had a mum at all you know the mum's either you know not been in their life or has died young or has just had a really masculine mum or even just a mum that was 
maybe a solo mum that was having to hold survival. everything together and yes. in survival and just didn't yeah. have the capacity. Yeah. You had to stay strong and hard just yeah. to survive. And I, I have so much gratitude for those people. Yeah. My mum was one of them. Totally. So yeah, 100%. That's not a criticism. But it's understanding that it does have an impact that yeah. you have to deal with yeah. still. Yeah. And so realising, okay, there's a hole in you of that's like, oh, such a deep craving for just, that you can melt into and be supported and just of nurturing, nurtured and loved, and, and you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. That if it's kind of like having the awareness that that need is there, and then realizing, okay, I can't dump that on my female partner. Yeah, well, we're heading into codependency and that need, you know, that real taking yeah. energy rather than giving. Because the masculine is a giver mm. and the feminine is a receiver. If you start flipping that around too much, yeah, yeah, she's out. There's a there's a spectrum here, isn't there? And I think you touched on it before uh, we started recording, which is like you don't want to be. It's on the needy spectrum, right? We've got like needy on one side of the spectrum, and we've got needless. I have no needs. Yeah, and we've on the all other got side. needs. There's nothing That's wrong right. with that. And yeah. so there is a part of all of us that just wants to be held and cuddled and nurtured and told that we're loved and have that reassurance from our partner. Like sure. that's a nice thing to go through life having that. That's why we have relationships, yeah, yeah. you know. And then, but it's like, um, like you said, if it becomes too much, if it's like now I, I'm needy, now I need that all the time and I need constant reassurance and Validation I need to and constantly yeah. be touching you and have yeah. you hugging me and telling me that I'm a good boy and yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's not going to work. And that, I mean, that is back to the polarity thing as well and um, the masculine feminine in the relationship. So me holding holding the masculine role, which I, look, I'm really enjoying that and that's new for me and it's making a huge difference in my life, like I've said about in my business and in my parenting, even in my friendships. Like it's, mm. it's every area that I deal with. Um, but it's not like, it's not, difficult it's not it's just something that i need to be aware of and i it's more of an instinctual thing and the payoff is amazing whereas i don't i don't want to see when we if as a man if we put too much on our partners the feminine then they've actually got to go into their masculine to help Mm. and that's what i'm that's what i want to avoid yeah that makes sense yeah that's right yeah so it keeps the dynamic correct or the polarity in the right way. I guess the feminine, you know, the feminine nurturing is not necessarily going into their masculine. No. No, it's when they need to solve a problem for you yeah. or keep doing, like, hold space for you. Like, yeah. if I was that needy that she needed to hold space and always nurture, <laughs> yeah. like, it's the, yeah. It's, yeah, it's too much in that way. I wonder if one way is to be really clear about your need when you need it. Well, you know, that's that's vulnerable, so, you see, for me that's to bring right. that up. So you know, like, yeah, tonight I really just need you to lie on the couch with me and stroke yeah. my hair. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to say that. Right, that's vulnerable. Why? Ah, uh, because it seems needy and weak. It's the weak thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't need that. I'm a man. God damn it, mm. I can do this on my own, which is not true. No, we need we need bits of everything. But that's the vulnerability, and I think I'm seeing it in these women that I'm coaching as well. Is that it's vulnerable for them to share their needs, right? Mm. So it's isn't it interesting that we've both got our our own version of weakness or 
you know, worry and concern about being too much of something or not enough of something. Well, I guess the ultimate fear is that we get hurt and yeah, and we've all been hurt, right? Yeah, or that we get rejected or you know end up alone again. Yeah, but I think the opposite happens. I think it's more truth and intimacy is into me see. Mm. So when we do have that vulnerability and we allow them to see our needs and we're clear on it and it's not like there must be a point where we can have our needs but not be needy yes it's so it's nuanced isn't it yeah that's right um brene brown calls that self-sufficiency oh nice which is um the halfway point between needless and needy being self-sufficient being responsible for your needs you know being responsible for getting your needs met yeah in a healthy way, no manipulation. Yeah, because it, would it be easy to go either side of that yeah. and go, well, hey, I'm being self-sufficient, but I actually don't need anybody. I don't need anything. That's yeah, right. So that's too far. Yeah, if you've got no needs, then you're lying. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't want to do that. No. The the the, the thing I keep, uh, it's just proven to me over and over and over again, is like when I was um, with my boyfriend last, I was feeling um, something. And I was feeling like, He's so attentive to my needs. It's like, oh, so sexy, right? Like he yeah. just is really tuned in to me. Yeah, now. that's the masculine devotion. Oh, I love it. Mm. I love it. And um, he's been really busy with work. And so I was just, I had a feeling like I was, I don't know, like it was a, it was just a feeling that I wasn't, I don't want to say I wasn't getting the attention because I don't really need attention, but I just wasn't feeling that connection mm. we felt like two friends hanging out rather than you know a devoted relationship yeah right and it sort of took me a few days to go oh yeah i'm actually feeling something here don't want to talk about it don't right. want to say it don't want to hurt him yeah you know don't want to make him Bring feel bad yeah don't want to like don't want to seem like an annoying high maintenance partner ungrateful well, high maintenance yeah right. you know i don't want to feel like that that's my experience a lot of sharing the feelings is like, mm. fuck, I'm high maintenance. I'm never happy. I'm always sharing these feelings and da, 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 you know? Yeah, right. Um, but over dinner, I said to him, oh, you know, I'm feeling this and da, da, da. And I said, look, it's actually a real tribute to you <laughs> that I'm feeling, because you're so good normally, I'm feeling like, you know, you're not tuned into me as much lately. And he was so grateful. You know, he was so grateful for me to, for the feedback. Yeah, because it almost, I, I saw in him, it snapped him out of a trance. Mm. He was in a trance of work, da-da-da, do this, go for dinner, blah blah blah. Yeah. you know, and it almost like snapped him back to like reality of going, oh yeah, gosh, I just was on autopilot there. Yeah. I'm, I'm back to being this, you know, and what am I committed to yeah. rather than just being on autopilot. Yeah, and what I want to point out here is when in the past, what I've learned is that woman can do that with blame. So the minute you put a blame energy in there, in any of those words, um, that's going to repel. It's going to yeah. be repulsive to the masculine, yeah. which you obviously didn't do that. And even when you were saying those words now, it wasn't. You were just like, oh, I just feel like, you know, I'm not, whatever your words were, I can't remember. But if, you blame, if you're like, oh, you're not paying me enough attention, that's blame. Yeah, and the difference there is that that's not, there's no feelings there. Yes. I was speaking and going, oh, man, I, I'm something feeling different and I don't like it. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Yeah, beautiful. Can we talk it out? Yeah. And I even did it, you heard me say before we were recording it, an email, you know, where I was emailing someone and I was like, oh, I felt really deflated yeah. when we were talking about this. Yeah. And it's not saying 
you made me feel deflated. No. Yeah. And that person and the response, I could tell they didn't want me to feel deflated. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that's being emotionally responsible with your with your feelings without blaming someone, just letting them know how you feel. Yeah. Um, and the other nuance is not wanting an outcome. The minute you attach as a female or in the feminine energy, the minute you attach an outcome to that, to those words. Well, that's masculine. That's masculine. Because I notice like when I'm sharing, when I'm really like in that place there, and this is the lesson I've learned 50 times, you know, since this relationship started, yeah. is that one, I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling agitated or off. Yeah. And then I tune into the feeling and then I share it. Once it's shared, I'm so complete. Yeah. I'm wow. so complete. Yeah. Like I. That's brilliant. That's just, a great example. Yeah. It's just sharing the feeling and getting it out. It's like, oh, thank you. You held space. You listened. You let me share what I was feeling. Yeah. I don't know. Do with that what you want. Yeah. I trust that you'll do the right yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, you, you get it. You don't want me to feel that way, so you'll, yeah, you'll change something. I don't know. It's yeah. not my job, but um, now I feel I feel complete. You know, and that's the lesson I have to learn over and over and over again. Is when I'm uncomfortable and I don't want to say it, that dragging that around is bleh, yeah. You know, but drop into the feeling. Yeah, drop into the feeling and share it, and yeah. trust that once it's out, you're going to feel. A million times better. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, what a great example of that, which I love. Yeah, and um, each it, time I do that, I feel more, more. I want to say more feminine. That's obvious, but I feel I, I drop more and more into my role. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Each time I, I build that muscle. Speaking of which, I've been gymming this week and I'm feeling <laughs> jacked. The last thing I want to say about that is that um, that actually inspires devotion because when it happens to me, I, I get really like I want to help. Yeah. It goes to my instinct though, not my head. It goes to my It heart. goes two ways though, right? Like I can feel like he, he's got such a um, – it is devotion, but I want to use another word. Like he's so committed to my – joy in this relationship you know yeah and in the same way in the feminine way what it feels for me is like i'll fucking do anything for him yeah you know yeah yeah like don't go near my man like yeah you know like yeah there's a real like you don't understand like what this man does for me yeah you know yeah beautiful and the thing is that there's no quick access to this this is like a yeah like because the woman needs to feel safe and like if i'm just going to be vulnerable they're going to walk all over me blah 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 blah. so it's quite nuanced but i love that we're talking about it again yeah and you get it wrong all the time and i get it wrong and he gets it wrong you know we're all bumbling through it yeah but it's when we strike it strike oil (laughs) yeah it feels really good it's all just fucking relax a little bit yeah just work this out all right love your work thank you Thanks, Thanks, guys. For, yep. Thanks Good to be listening. back. Great to have you back. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging with us when we were out last week. And uh, we will see you in a couple of days for episode number 40. That was the Transformation Bros with Jason and Nathan. 